0: Welcome back to the Chronically Blonde podcast. It has been a while. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I took some time off to go on vacation, hang out, relax with family, and we got COVID. So we've been recovering over the past couple weeks, but now I'm back. That is what this episode is about, though. Our experience with COVID and just some thoughts around COVID in general. So, want to first. Uh, give a trigger warning. We are going to talk about COVID being, and being sick and my son being sick. Um, and I also want to give a medical disclaimer that I am not a medical professional. I always say this, but I'm not a medical professional. Everything that I'm sharing is based on my opinions, my experience. So if you have any true medical questions or need medical advice, reach out to a licensed medical professional, not me. Now, I shared on Instagram before that I was very reluctant to even say publicly that Maddox had COVID. I have been very outspoken about mask wearing and getting the vaccine and social distancing and just being with our bubble and taking the proper COVID precautions. And I mean, even to the point where when I was pregnant, Matt and I lived apart for two months because we were worried about him bringing COVID home from the hospital. So to say I felt like complete shit when my baby got COVID is an understatement. Um, On one level, I was just so concerned for him um, because we've been trying to protect him from this thing since even before he was born. And despite all of our precautions, he still got sick. And on another sense, I, I was embarrassed. I'm like, how in the hell did I let this get into my family? And affect us um, because we've been doing so much to prevent it. But I knew since I was so uncomfortable sharing that that probably means that other people are feeling the same way and I could do some good by sharing our story. So I did and I obviously I had a ton of people reaching out with well wishes, and I had some people asking for some more details around what our symptoms were because we were fully vaccinated, and I feel like now we're starting to see more about um, the breakthrough cases and more details around that, Um, but just over the past couple of weeks, and just some things to watch out for in, in your kids. So... I wanted to just get on and do a whole podcast episode about it and sort of share our experiences and hopefully this will um, help someone. And hopefully if you are in the same boat where you are feeling all of the mom guilt and are kind of depressed about the way that this pandemic is going, uh, hopefully you can relate and you don't feel alone. So background on the story we were getting ready to go to the beach um we Maddox doesn't see anyone besides immediate family we're all vaccinated um so we didn't really think anything of it we're like okay cool we're going to the beach with my in-laws we like who he sees all the time anyway so the day of our vacation we were going to drive down to the beach we woke him up at like three in the morning. Um, so we could beat traffic and he felt kind of warm. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll take his temperature. He didn't have a fever though. So he was pretty fussy that whole day. And even when we got there, but I figured, you know, little dude has never been on a road trip before. Maybe he's a little bit cranky, you know, I'm cranky too. when I'm in the car for eight hours, um, and stuck in traffic. So he, he, you know, we got there, he's fine. And Matt and I ran out to run a couple errands and left him with my mother-in-law. And when we got back, she was like, hey, he feels kind of warm. Let's try and take his temperature again. So take his temperature. And he has a fever. It's like 100.7 or something. So I'm concerned because he has never had a fever before. This is the first time he's been sick. He's at this point 11 months old. Um, so the new mom in me is like, oh my God, my baby. But I figure he has like an ear infection or something. So I'm like, okay, we're, I'm also stressed because we're not at home. So we're not near regular pediatrician who I absolutely love. And she deals with all of my insane questions. Um, so I'm like, whatever, we'll take him to urgent care in the morning if he still has a fever. So we wake up, he still has a fever. I'm like, okay, probably an ear infection or something and i my mother-in-law literally talked about this we're like okay we'll just get him covid tested just to be safe and it'll make us feel better because we'll we'll know that he doesn't have covid because we did not even think we're like he's only been around fully vaccinated people there's no way the child has covid well jokes on me because we get to urgent care they were almost about they were about to not test him for covid um and they looked, and they're like, yeah, he's fine. We don't know why he has a fever. And I really pushed for them to do the test. So they did. And then we get back to the beach house. And a couple hours later, they call me and are like, your son has COVID. Of course, I am freaking out. I'm, like, crying on the phone. The nurse probably thinks that I'm off my rocker. Um But I was freaked out and it was a lot of emotions. The first thing I felt was like, oh my God, is my baby gonna be okay? This is the first time he's ever been sick and he's sick with COVID. Like, are you kidding me? Um, And the next thing was like, how did this happen? How, how did this happen? Um, I also felt really guilty because, just horrible, because we were on a family vacation. So we just, unknowingly exposed everyone who we were with. Um, so I, it, yeah, I felt horrible. Um, Maddox is doing fine now though, which is great. So over the couple of days uh, after that, he was just very fatigued. He did run a fever for um, a week, a little over a week, actually. Um, he, lost I'm pretty sure he lost his sense of or his taste um and he also just didn't want to eat anything he it, he developed some um sinus stuff he was very congested um but he's fine and we took him to the pediatrician when um we got home uh because they were kind of concerned that he still had a fever like a week later but He's fine. Fever was gone. And they. The biggest concern that they have. Are long-term effects. Since they don't know what the long-term effects on kids are. Um, that was. That has been my concern. Pretty much all through COVID. Especially for Maddox. Is we don't know the long-term effects. We don't know. If this could cause health issues down the line. So. That still really freaks me out. Um, Right now, they just said for the next six months, if he has any fever or any, like, irregularities, bring him in, get him checked out just to be on the safe side. Um, So, we're just hanging tight and seeing how he does. But for now, knock on wood, he is doing really well. Um, But it's difficult. He, you know, I don't, I... And he didn't get super sick where, you know, he was in the hospital or anything like that. But I don't want to downplay that it it is scary and it sucks seeing your kid that sick and and you don't you don't know what you can do for them. So um I know that people are saying, Oh, well it's just like the flu and like, yeah, but you don't want to see your kid get the flu either. Like it sucks when your kid is sick and there's nothing that you can do to help them. Um So I also got COVID because I was all up in Maddox's face. Obviously, I'm his mom. I'm loving on him, trying to help him feel better. Um, But I figured that it was a toss up to whether I was going to get sick or not because I'm fully vaccinated. Um, And about, I guess it was four days, three or four days after he tested positive, I started to have a sore throat, stuffy nose, Um, and feeling like very fatigued, feverish, shortness of breath, all that stuff. I never actually had a fever, but I, I also lost my taste and smell. So that was a you know, big indicator. Um, but I tested positive for COVID too. So I'm doing better now. I still am very fatigued, um, three weeks later and I'm still having some, um, reoccurring migraines and some shortness of breath but I'm hoping that that will taper off um because even though it feels like it's been a super long time it's only been three weeks so um I'll keep you updated there so that's where we are now we are all doing better um Matt did not ever get sick which is great he's fully vaccinated so That's awesome. Um, My in-laws who we were with, they did get sick. Um, I feel horrible that we exposed them. Um, It was a blessing for us as much as it was really shitty that they got sick. The fact that we were all sick at the same time because they were able to help us... um, a lot because it's freaking hard to take care of a baby when you're sick yourself and they're sick. Um, So the, the time when we were together at the beach uh, was, was really, really helpful. Um, But then, you know, when we got home, they were sick and trying to recover. I was sick, trying to work from home, trying to help Maddox feel better. Matt still had to go into work because he never tested positive. Um, and was never sick. So the hospital still needed him. So I was trying to just keep juggling, keeping a bunch of balls in the air. And um, it sucked. And I feel for all the parents that have been doing this since the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know how the heck. I, I, I don't know how you do it. Um, I'm so thankful that we're vaccinated, though. Obviously... Yes, I still got sick even though I was vaccinated, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Um, I can't even imagine being sicker than I was and taking care of a sick baby. Like, I, I cannot imagine that. So, I am incredibly thankful. I have received some pushback around, oh, well, you're vaccinated and you still got sick, or you kept your child in a bubble his whole life um and he still got sick and yeah that feels like shit like obviously i don't feel great about that but i wouldn't change the way that we did anything because this virus is unpredictable we don't know what could have happened what if he would have gotten it when he was you know three weeks old or something we don't know and i i I feel confident that I have done everything in my power to keep my family safe. And I'm going to continue to do that. Um, That's kind of where the whole mindfuck of the situation comes in, though, because you feel like you are responsible for keeping your family safe because you are. But you can't control everyone and everything. You can't control a pandemic, um, but it still feels like it's your fault when your kid gets sick. And it really, really sucks. And I went through a couple days where I was just like, what was this all for? Why have we been keeping him from everything if he was just going to get sick anyway? And um, like just really depressed about the future state of things because you know with with not enough people being vaccinated yet and the virus still mutating like we are still at risk and we aren't back to the point where we're living our regular lives um and we've had to change a lot of plans and kind of rethink what parenthood and what Maddox's childhood is going to look like so that's been kind of a tough pill to swallow, and this was, like, a big reality check of, like, things are going to be different, um, and it sucks, and I I know that years down the road, Maddox is going to remember the positive things and the love that he had during this time when you know matt and i've been home with him and he's gotten to see his family a lot more like extended family um a lot more um than he would have probably if it wasn't a pandemic but it's more on matt and i reframing what our expectation of parenthood looks like and me reframing what the motherhood experience looks like uh because I feel like I'm missing out on doing things that I was really excited to do with him, like taking him to Disney World and taking him to the aquarium, things like that. And even just simple things like going to classes and making more mom friends or making parent friends and taking him on play dates, That's all stuff that we kind of have to reframe and see where, how that's going to look in the future. Obviously, this episode is not about my opinions on COVID or public health or anything like that. I'm sharing our experience, um, and obviously, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions, but that's for another time. I do feel compelled to talk about the piece of COVID that is really impacting the chronic illness community. As part of the chronic illness community, I've seen a lot more people coming forward um, with long-term effects from COVID. So I guess they're calling it long COVID now, where it's a lot of these people who were infected at the beginning of the pandemic, um, before the vaccine, and they are still really suffering a year and a half later, whether they had very serious complications from COVID at the beginning, or even just a very minimal case, um, they can have these lasting effects that are really impacting their life long term. For me to hear that, that is very heartbreaking because I know how it is to live with a chronic condition that affects your day-to-day life. I would never wish that upon anyone. And, the fact that there are so many people that this is happening to is really upsetting. Um, I was listening to the skim podcast and there were, they, they did a section on um, this and they were interviewing two different people who were struggling um, with long COVID symptoms. And it's, their their stories are very similar to the process of getting diagnosed with a, another chronic condition. Um, from some of the research that I've been doing and stories that I've read, it seems like they, they don't know exactly what is causing long COVID, but it could be very similar to an, an autoimmune disease. So, of course, that puts you in the bucket of experiencing a variety of different symptoms, uh, experiencing symptoms differently in different people. Um, you know, I, I think in, I'm pretty sure in the podcast, they said that out of everyone who was in this study, there was a 200 different symptoms that people were experiencing, Um, So it's very hard to diagnose and figure out what the heck is actually going on. Um, And like other, a lot of other chronic conditions and autoimmune diseases, it's spanning across different body systems. So it's not, you know, just respiratory or GI or, you know, your nervous system. It's, there's so many moving pieces to it. Um, And that is very difficult because there's different doctors that specialize in different things and they don't always communicate. And that can be very challenging for being diagnosed. Um, And one of the women was explaining how she felt very dismissed by doctors and um, she felt like she had to advocate for herself and kind of be her own doctor at times. And I can definitely relate with that. And I feel like a lot of people in the chronic illness community can relate to that. It's going to be interesting, I think, to see as we have this whole new group of people that are entering the chronic illness community and unfortunately are probably going to be suffering from this long-term, how our healthcare system is going to respond, um, how people are going to treat having a chronic illness and, and a disability pretty much how that is going to be received in the world. um, and if it's going to be talked about more or not. So I am going to be keeping an eye on that. I just wanted to mention that because that obviously is something that hits close to home. Um, and that's really one of the main things that I've been concerned about from the beginning are what are these long-term effects. Um, and that's, like I said, I would never wish a long-term chronic illness upon anyone. Um, and... That for me living with that already, it's scary, and I think that when people are like, "Ah, oh, whatever, it's fine if I get covid and like maybe I'll have long term symptoms they 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 kind of just take that health for granted, and it it pisses me off a little bit, <laughs> um. I could talk about this for hours. There's truly so much that we can dive into from the chronic illness perspective to the mental load that this is having on families and women, mothers specifically. There's there's a ton that we can unpack, um, but in this episode, I'm going to keep it pretty just surface level um, about our experience. And uh, if you guys want to hear more about any of those specific topics, we can dive in later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of your well wishes over the past couple of weeks. I really appreciate it. I also am so thankful that I have this as a safe space to come on and share what's happening in our lives and hopefully help some other people through um, sharing our story. So, as always, give me a follow on Instagram, if you don't already, at blonde, and drop me a DM if you have any questions, comments on the episode. I'm sure there will be opinions on both ends of the spectrum on this one, Um, but I am open to hearing your feedback, so um, thank you again, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Oh,